Welcome into Dynasty League Talk. I'm your host, co-host tonight, the Sad Lion, and Will. Who I'll tell you who's not here tonight. That's uh, Jeff and Steve. No, Jason. Jeff wasn't going to join. It was Jason. Oh. No, Jeff was thinking about joining, but he says oh, he's going to join Friday. Yeah, oh. I messaged him too. Oh, so he's right. not off the hook either. He's he's coming Friday though. So okay. he says. So Jason, we'll, we'll, well, yeah, we'll to it. Jason, but that was a given. We knew Jason would have shown up. Yeah, we knew he was going to be. This team's too embarrassing right now. Figured he'd talk about all his draft picks and who he's focusing on picking with. Hey, man. Draft, draft picks draft picks don't play this year. They don't. He's definitely going to be last <laughs> place. Um, I don't see how he wins a single game. I just don't. <laughs> oh, and you got to – where's John? Because I changed my team name again. I just wanted to see him get irate. Oh, you changed I've, your, I've changed change it twice. Remember, I changed the killer be killed because of uh, Haskins and Henry Ruggs. Oh right. But then I Which cut was them. you did that pretty quick, so you know you didn't waste too much time. You didn't let oh, that marinate at all. You gotta, you gotta get on while the stove is hot. <laughs> well, now you're uh, now you're a Lave one Kenobi right now, unless you change it again. No, I'm a Lave one Kenobi. Okay. I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be that for the. For the year, any uh, time good. I can get a Ohio State player and Star Wars nerd shit all in one, it's perfect for me. And by all accounts, he's been pretty good so far. Oh man, I've been trying to get him in our other league so bad, and the guy just will not budge. I offered a first and a second for him, and he said no. Well, he probably enjoys teasing you, so there you go. Yeah, well, I, I can't go any higher than that, obviously. Um, <clears throat> you're not willing oh, to risk it like I am. Apparently. Well, I think first <laughs> second is risking it. <laughs> Anywho. Went mid to late first. Um, wait, well, what are you drinking? What oh, you drinking? right, 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 right. Well, I'm drinking some uh, James E. Pepper 1776 straight bourbon whiskey right now. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. I'm having a bourbon mixed drink. Oh. It, uh, it has been named uh, Hillbilly Swamp Gas by my neighbor. <laughs> Because it gets him fucked up every time he drinks it. Basically, it's a uh, bourbon milk punch, but made the hillbilly way, where it's just bourbon, some French vanilla creamer, and milk. Milk punch. So, well, it's in New Orleans. Bourbon milk punch is like a breakfast drink. They make it with oh. a, a bourbon vanilla plate, like actual vanilla. Um, Milk, um, powdered sugar, and oh, some other seasoning. I think they put cinnamon and something else in it too. I can't remember. I've had it that way too, but it just just fucking takes forever to make. That's I'm, interesting. I've never I'm heard too. of that before. Hmm. Oh, you get fucking smashed on it. It tastes like a it tastes like a milkshake. Is what it tastes like. Oh, it has a bunch of booze in it. Yeah. So then you're mm-hmm. just getting hammered because you drink it faster than you should. <laughs> wow. Remember, I used to come home from my working out, and I sometimes make a milkshake and pour like vodka in it, <laughs> a protein shake, and then ice cream. There's a, it's <laughs> actually a, a place that um, uh, Zach and Steve and I and our family's vacation, Amelia Island. There's a bar there. Um, God damn, I can't remember the name. Oh, the Surf. Uh, it's called the Surf. It's an outdoor bar, and they make boozy milkshakes there. Oh, jeez, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good, and it's usually like hot as hell in that restaurant. <clears throat> <outside>, so, <laughs> well, pretty nice. There you go. 
All right. Well, so what I'm thinking for tonight is we're going to talk about a little bit of the things that would happen in the NFL for a second. Hope we don't get too carried away. Maybe go through some trades that happened this season um, because that's about how far I'm going back right now. I don't want to get too crazy. That's and uh, and um, we'll review kind of some of the results of last year. Maybe we'll review John's uh, power ranking analysis and the draft as well. This is what we got time for. All Does right. That sound- yeah, sounds great. Right. Um, so, Deshaun Watson, 11 games, $5 million. I I heard that you can confirm everything. I'm just going to, I'm going to give me, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm just like, you know, like kind of like, you know, like the way, you know, the common man when it comes to like, you know, hearing other NFL teams news when it comes to this stuff. <clears throat> I haven't been paying attention, you know, in detail like you probably have being a fan of the franchise. Um, but we know about the 11 games, the $5 million. I heard that, uh, or read that, I don't know, heard it through the interwebs, uh, that they kind of negotiated. They, they kind of, you know, yeah, it's a negotiated with each other and they, Deshaun Watson got less games because he took the, the, the such a big fine. I don't know if that's true. I know that rumor's out there. I can imagine it probably is because that's far and away the biggest fine anybody's ever received. Right, right. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I mean, I mean, regardless. Right. I mean, if you think about it. That's just, right. So then also to that point, um, so do you think that he got the got a, he got 11 games? So it kind of it's kind of like it's not good for the Browns. I mean – you almost want the entire season or the least amount of games possible, right? Yes. So they kind of uh, they kind of screwed them, and yeah. So I have a lot of opinions on this. Um, one, I hate how this played out. Just and that's not any, you know, indictment on if Watson was innocent or any of that bullshit. It's more on Goodell again, just putting it all and saying, "I don't care what anyone else says. I have the power." And yeah, I, and I I just can't. I I think he's one of the worst general managers. I'm sure Zach is listening to this and losing his fucking mind. <laughs> he, he used to love him, but I just think he's a, a dick. What was weird about if this? If I were one, if I were a player, thing. I'd be like, "Fuck this! Let's fucking strike until this fucking asshole starts treating us with respect." Mm. I mean, I would. I think it. it he is. I, a shit. I do agree. I do agree. And but you know, he is. But he is a figurehead for he's a puppet for the for the owners, and that, that's fine. That that's that leads fun. into another. You know who who's who are the who are the, the the power player who are the power owners. You know what I'm saying like who who knows how that hierarchy breaks now, right? With so, stuff. But then you have this. You have the person making the decisions, the judgments on the penalties for both the owners and for the uh, players is an employee of the owners. Yeah, that's a fucking joke. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. No, and then it's a fucking joke. They kind of, and then this, and with this particular um, settlement, it was so they had the initial ruling. They the NFL appealed it themselves, and they ruled to them like you know they had their guy that was going to lay down a ruling, and so that's what everybody thought it was going to be. And then out of nowhere, well, I mean not out of nowhere, people kind of, you know, it, it was. You leaked what they were doing and stuff. 
And he, he eventually goes and like then they negotiate a settlement between themselves. So it's like almost like you dodged both those and went the other route. Here's what happened, Evan. They had a former judge, a woman come in and rule on a case with accusations of sexual assault against women. And Goodell said, look, Sue, I understand. But nobody knows more about women's plight than a man. So let's have this man mansplain it to you and tell you where you were wrong. That's what happens. Yeah. It's a fucking joke. It, I mean, it's all a fucking joke. Yeah. On, on top of that, you know, they're going to say, oh, this is about being there for women. Okay. Then, you know, the Texans, the other, the team that was implemented, the team that settled on all this, why aren't you fucking punishing them too? Yeah, did they did they get any kind of nope. like legal repercussions? Because no, they from what up. I heard, they they he was they were like enabling. If 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 they're punishing Watson for it, they were enabling all that. So a lot of the times they so. set up the space for the massages to happen, right, 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 and they provided the non disclosure agreements right. that the girls needed to sign. They were definitely involved. That's definitely not what, whatever was happening. They were then when that information came out, they were then included in the lawsuit. And they almost immediately settled. They weren't even like, oh, they did, yeah. they were going to fight it. That's what happened. They settled with all those uh, like immediate. plaintiffs immediately. Like what Deshaun Watson probably should have done. Probably. If you would have settled right away, there probably wouldn't have been so many. Because, I mean, I'm sure some inappropriate shit happened, whether it was paying girls for shit or whatever it was. But I'm always po- also positive that it didn't happen in 90% of those cases. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all those later ones were just people. Oh shit! I can get money out of this. It's definitely going to be one of the more bizarre situations that happened ever to the NFL. Like just because of like how like you know he demanded a trade and he was sitting, he was holding out the entire year, and then this stuff came out. It's almost like it's like so weird, you know? Like how did how is is it was that a coincidence? Like it's just like you know what I'm saying? It's like. It's yeah, kind of crazy. You got to wonder. You know? So, I'm also curious with this since we're talking about suspensions, what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara? Because now oh, he's yeah. got now the other guy uh, that he assaulted has Busby as his attorney. Yeah, hey, he's starting to flap his gums, huh? Right, and <laughs> and um, he was actually arrested and charged. Yeah. So, like, yeah, he has. He's he's going to get something significant. That's you, that's going to happen. It's just it's just a matter of if and when. I mean, I mean, it doesn't matter when. I mean, based on based on the most recent suspension of Watson, you almost feel like it's got to be more because he literally was arrested and charged. Yeah, I mean, there's there's video evidence of it happening too. Right. Is he going to get the? uh, Is he going to get the uh, Ray Rice treatment? Probably not because it wasn't Um, a woman. If it had been against a woman, I bet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it'd be. If it was against a woman, he'd already been done with the league if it was, gotta, if, 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 it was that. if that if that person was replaced by a woman yes like that I, i'm sure i saw the video like it was like three dudes beating the shit out of one guy at once right yeah so another it, there is another player involved too but it's a defensive player for the yeah team. he's a nobody so well nobody cares because he can't get fantasy points yeah <laughs> <laughs> right but he needs to learn. Like, you can't get in those type of fights, even, you know, men or women, unless you do it before you enter the league like Joe Mixon. <laughs> He's bouncing, bouncing, bouncing bitches' heads off tables. Way I know. That's so funny is because I think I, I mentioned in the chat how he's after my wife's 
cousin oh, or something like that. But yeah, but uh, yeah, they, they all know. Yeah. I mean, but anyways, so yeah, very interesting stuff with that too. I, I think. Let me, let me add oh, go, one go thing. Ahead, go ahead. One thing, the, and this is a defense that it's just I can't believe Deshaun Watson didn't do this to save his own ass. When they asked if he assaulted these women, he literally should have just said, "I don't know. I'm not a biologist." Because <laughs> what is a woman? No, what is a woman? I don't know. Just kidding. That's that's a bad joke. <laughs> not laughing all right well so yeah so some like kind of crazy off-season uh off-season news with that um and i i it's almost like the nfl like plans it like browns play carolina week one um browns play Texans after just Sean Watson gets back, but I don't really think that's a big deal. I mean, Texans suck, so. No, yeah, they suck. <laughs> so, but it's almost like they set some of this stuff up. Isn't there another quarterback matchup that just up on the Broncos playing the Seahawks? Like, they probably the first week, too, I or mean, something like that? Look, it's, it's not a coincidence that uh, they made sure Watson was back for the Texans game. Because people will watch. Um, yeah. But that said, they also kind of save face because they – I mean, there was a lot of rumors they wanted 12 games, and that was their – Yep. Where they wanted, And they got 11. But they got 12 weeks because there's a bye week in there. So, you know, little wiggle room say, well, we got the 12 weeks we originally wanted. Yep. Week one, Broncos, Seahawks. Jesus. It's kind of it's like – it's like almost like too much this year. It's like, it's like there's too much coincidence – too much weird stuff is gonna going on. It's just like it's kind of weird. I don't know. It's probably it's, it's, it's fitting for today's thanks. society, right? It's like <laughs> yeah, <thanks. laughs> so. Yeah. That's, why the, that's why the Lions need to become America's team, so then maybe they'll get like a yeah, get, get, maybe on, wasn't, get maybe on the fixings. Nobody wants to Detroit. Detroit Lions need all the fixings. We need all the fixings. Yeah, but nobody wants to claim this the city of Detroit as like a beacon of the United States. It's a tough job, man. It's like teaching kids how to read. Same <laughs> that's thing. That's why it's that's why it's Dallas, <laughs> not Detroit. It's, oh. All right. Well, okay. Well, besides like you know preseason news, I mean, there's, I mean, I'm sure we could like talk about some of these guys if we go through their rosters a little bit, talking about where they are. Um, just what we've heard through, like, you know, the interwebs, because, you know, honestly, you know, we only know what we can find, and it's only reliable. It's like we got, like, what, fourth, fifth-hand sources, basically, second, fifth-hand sources when we, like, look at this stuff. So mm-hmm. it's hard as uh, fantasy gamers are really to figure out all the time unless you're actually attending training camp, which would be pretty fun to do. So, but – so let's get into uh, – but I want to get into what I was thinking was let's get into the trades that we did right. last this year, and then we'll get into the draft, and then we'll go over if we have time go over people's rosters and we'll kind of give a playoff prediction. How's that sound? Okay. Uh, All right. Are we going from oldest trade? We're gonna go from oldest trade this year that I have on my list. Um, I know it's not the oldest one. I think there's another page. I just didn't pick it up. I, I'm at number 34 right now. I guess I could bring it up. Uh, no, I'm at, I gotta. Hold on, we got to we, we got to go before that because we got to do forty five. Okay, that sounds good. Let's just start at the beginning. I'm going to bring it up too. Okay. Forty six is just a six six eleven for Easton Stick. Who fucking cares? Forty five, however, is uh, 
2023 second, two 2023 seconds, and a 2025 first for Taylor Heineke and Calvin Ridley. Oh, wait, that's the infamous trade, right? Yes. I mean, it it's got to come up. We got, is this the trade that started like, all quarterback trades? This has got to come up because it was like a fucking week before Ridley got suspended for the season. Okay, that's number 45, right? Yep. It's the, Field it's of Dreams the, gives a 2023 second of his, of his and a then 2023 Jeff's. second of Jeff's, and a 2025 year one. And Calvin first, Ridley. First of his, yeah. yeah. Round one first of, of his for Heineke and Calvin Ridley. Oh, it's fucking brutal. You know, I forgot this trade happened. I didn't know there was a the, first in there. The timing was just so bad because it was literally like a week later, or maybe even less, that they announced that uh, Ridley. Then oh, that's, for the that's year. just cursing. But hey, if you, if you I wish dreams, Steve was on here because Steve, Steve, Steve could justify that. I told no. him. I said, "Don't do it." I said, "I think wrong I with think Calvary. we know why." Uh, I think we know why he ghosted us. No, um, no. But <laughs> hey, I have no problem throwing first at anything that you want if it gets the job this, done. This is just okay. an all-time bad luck trade. But this is a bad luck trade with Calvin Ridley. But he's coming back now. Wait, he's have- not playing next year, right? He doesn't have Ridley anymore. We'll get to where Ridley oh, is. Oh, okay. He oh, was traded again. We'll get but to he's that. coming back this year, right? No, he's gone this entire year. Oh, okay. They they didn't count last year because he played a little bit, but then he's got hurt, right? And then he's depressed. No, the suspension didn't. Oh, I don't want to say depressed. I'm sorry. Well. That's that's not that's not appropriate. I want to say like he had mental it, mental health. No, he's fucking right? depressed. You can say it. it's a fucking podcast. Okay. We say whatever the fuck we want. All right. All right. Whatever. He was depressed because he was losing when he was gambling. <laughs> <laughs> and the Atlanta Falcons suck. Dick. I'm definitely trying to get a scandal. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, no, the gambling thing came after the season. This trade was on February 24th. So the season was already over. And also to the gambling thing, we didn't really talk about that at all in the before, but like him getting an entire year for gambling $1,500 on his own team to win compared to Deshaun Watson, like that's just not fair. Nope. Don't care. I think it's absolutely fair, and I'll tell you why. Because there was a set rule that said if you get caught gambling on the NFL, you were out for the season. It was no. Oh, okay, so you. Oh, so that, it's rule for rule. Yeah. It, it, there's. It's just the way the law is written. So it, there's. Is no like leaning no any room. other way. Yeah. There's nothing. It, right. he, before he committed that act, he knew if he got caught, he was going to be out for a year. So. Man. So he, the NFL took, wrote it. He took that risk on his own, knowing that that if he got caught, he was out. Gotcha. And he got caught. That sucks. All right, so that trade did not work out too well in the meantime for Steve. And we know what happens when guys don't play for a little bit. They get a little rusty. I mean, look at Deshaun Watson. Yeah. It's going to be even longer for Ridley because he's going to be out two full years, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's even longer for him. But, man. What do you think about it? How do you think Deshaun Watson looks? He does not look. Uh, he looks like shit, but it's preseason. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I know. He, he's going he's gonna to be fine. I mean, he led the league last year. He was actually played, so. Yeah, he'll be fine. All right. Anyways, let's move it on to the next one here. Um, mm. The Okay, like the next one of significance. Oh, okay. We Okay. What I was thinking is, you know, you got blind bid dollars here. 
And then all of a sudden we got here a trade uh, number 40 you want to look at? Or, oh, wait, no, you know, I, I I'm looking at all these trades, man. They're, okay, let's just go through them all because these are ridiculous. Yeah, we're just – the ones that <laughs> – so, like, 44 was Blaine Gabbert for 2024-6. We don't fucking okay. care. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> the next one, though, I actually kind of like. Steve, um, the serpent of get, death. Find get it in here. Alan The long play. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers just recently said Alan Lazard's the number one, and Steve yeah. got him for a third. Yep, I saw Rodgers said that more than Man. once. Rodgers has said that recently. All to Jason. He like Jason's like on draft pick like high right now. He's after any draft pick he can get. Yeah, but I'm still with you though. What you said before, I think there's it's more likely there's going to be like four guys with 600, 700 yards, not just one main guy. I. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a guy that like because if you if you paid attention to the interviews and Rodgers and like everything that came out from there, their offense was designed for one wide receiver. Everybody else was like running decoys and like getting this guy helping this guy get open, and it was Devontae Adams, and he was also awesome. Yeah. So no. that's why you got all the, all that. Like that's just how it worked. That's what, that was their offense, you know. Right. I don't think they can do that this year. Um, maybe they can next year. When Watson or Dobbs has, you know, more experience, if one of them yeah. turns into the guy, uh, but I don't, I don't, you know, yeah. rookies never Speaking really. Speaking of Dobbs, ready. I think just recently today, even there was a report that I think Aaron Rodgers commented on how Dobbs is going to be on the field, um, starting. He did. So, so there's also something else. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how <clears throat> AJ Dillon was in a draft with them. And he fucking drafted uh, right. Dobbs so, and Rogers back nine to ten, right? Yes. And guess and who he and also like, look, man? He is there every day. Guess that it has to make <laughs> you think something. Guess who he also took before he took before Alan Lazard went? Who? T.J. Hawkinson. <laughs> Got to bring up Hale Hockler, don't you? <laughs> no, man. That's, it's Hockley's, bro. It's Hale Hockler. God, dude, that's awful, man. I see him just pointing his arm up in the sky. I, I have one. Oh, okay. I see how it is. You, you're twisting my arm. I'm I'm a Conan the Barbarian fan. <laughs> and, like, you know, Hercules just reminds me of, like, you know, like, you know, Hercules a little bit, you know, Hercules in York Arnold. It's a good nickname. I just all like right, the Hill right, right, right. I'll, I'll give you that. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it, it does, but it does get me a little bit. Sometimes. I'm just trolling you a little bit. I know. All right. But so, interesting nonetheless. How that is a uh, shaking out? Um, I think that Green Bay is going to be a very interesting offense to see. Um, it's going to be exciting, and I think th- I I want to see both those running backs. I, I, I think, think Aaron Jones could be the number one running back this year in the league because of the number of receptions he's going to get. Uh, I agree. I think um, I you said this before, and I agree with you. I think the most important skill players are going to be both running backs on that team this year. Yeah, yeah. That's who it's going to be. Um, because they'll they'll flex uh, Jones out and just leave, like, uh, Dylan in the back. They probably will like rely on him. They probably – they might do some of that. Yeah, that's – that's. if they don't have – depends how those wide receivers work. And Christian Watson just got back from the injury. He just got, he just got uh, cleared to play uh, this yeah, week. Or, or no today. Rogers is going to want practice. Him out there. He's – I don't think he's going to be out there at all. Not, the Not until he's got – some practice in because but, of what Rogers is still he might show up at the very end of the season make a few plays here and there oh yeah he could show up like midway through the season and start having 100 yard games 
All right. So interesting trade there. Uh, and then the next one, like, so, so Steve, like that led a good conversation, but maybe we'll get a little faster through that. You know, we got to go rapid fire. You know, we've been on yeah. these podcasts before we listen to them. <laughs> but Steve getting Lazard for a third when Aaron Rodgers now says that he's the guy. So right. we'll see what that means. For, for now, I'm going to say the winner is Steve on that one. I agree. Um, the next trade is the one where John claims he was drunk now. <laughs> really? Where he gave up uh, Cousins and Robert Woods for uh, 2023 first. Oh, one 2023 round first round pick for Cousins and Robert Woods. And Woods is going to be the number one in Tennessee for sure. For sure, after all this stuff we're hearing about Traylon Burks. Oh, so he gave up. Ooh. He gave a yeah, I, quarterback into I feel like one wide receiver. Um, he he the next day, if you remember, he's like, Oh god, I was drunk, I regret that trade. <laughs> I think I do remember that. I feel like so Kirk Cousins is actually a closet great quarterback. Um especially not fantasy. That, yeah, he's good for fantasy. Not like he's not like and he's not ever gonna be the top one because he's just not a rusher or he doesn't he doesn't he, he's like he's like Matthew Stafford who's in Detroit, you know. That's what he is. Um, if he gets paired up, we'll see what the new offense provides him. Maybe this year he can, like, you know, do even better. And then he will then he will have a seriously good, you know, probably like a top six. Like, he's capable of a top six quarterback season. Uh, so, just outside those rushers. Usually the rushing quarterbacks just get a little bit more points. But he's going to be great this year, I feel like. Especially the new look offense without Zimmer. I mean, he was a QB1 last year. He was the 11th. QB in our league. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, yeah. So he, I think he, just, he could be he gets potential. A lot of, he gets a lot of hate, but he just he puts up the points every year. He's, got, and, good, he's got good wide receivers. Two players that, positions. that I think just constantly are underrated. It's him and Derek Carr. They both yeah, Derek Carr's good too. They right. both consistently put up the numbers. They just they're 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 better NFL quarterbacks too than they are fantasy, just because they just don't sure. have they just they don't, don't run. run as much. So but, you know, it's just they have better arms than the runners do. You know, so. you, you say that, though, but, I mean, here's the, the top, most part. I here's mean. the top quarterbacks from last year. Josh Allen, he runs. Okay. Justin Herbert, not really. Tom Brady, not really. Patrick Mahomes, not really. Matthew Stafford, not really. Aaron Rodgers, not really. Dak Prescott, not really. Joe Burrow, not really. Not until number nine that you get down to Jalen Hurts, and then 10 is Kyler Murray. Well, those get, didn't Kyler Murray get hurt? Missed a lot of he, games. Uh, he missed. Uh, he missed some. I don't know how many. He missed a few. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, Prescott missed some games. Aaron Rodgers missed at least a game because of the whole COVID situation. I mean, <laughs> COVID, sure. too. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, um, hey, you know, if you, a big passing season when you put up like forty plus touchdowns or thirty five plus touchdowns. So Murray yeah. missed three. Murray missed three games. Okay. Hertz missed one. Dak missed one. Rogers missed one. But that's the risk that the rushing quarterbacks have. They get yeah. if they don't know like Burrow they don't know how to one. avoid hits, they they get hurt a little bit more. Burrow missed one as well. So in general, when you're if you're you know looking at mobile quarterbacks that are really good for fantasy, but like Aaron, like Russell Wilson does not get hit too hard too often. He's always out of bounds. He was on the in the dirt before he gets hit. You know, yeah. Jalen Hurts takes a hit or two. He doesn't. He's not really good at that yet. Maybe he learns. Um, Lamar Jackson takes a hit or two. 
Yeah, he missed a um, lot. He Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray usually doesn't get touched, <laughs> to be honest. Like, when he runs, he usually does not get touched. But So, that's something to keep games. an eye on with those guys. Yeah, Lamar Zach Wilson Lamar runs and six. hurts himself. Lamar missed six games this year, so that was, he, he missed a lot. Okay, yeah. That's a bit different. Yeah. Can we, are we calling Zach Wilson a bust yet? Not yet. I got to see what he does. I, I It hasn't looked great. But you got to see what he does with uh, okay. all the weapons he has now. Because now, now he has so many weapons that if he doesn't succeed, he's definitely. Alive. Remember, I told you like about my my buster at quarterbacks. I could tell by just looking at their faces. <laughs> tell you How that. did you see his face when it was buried in some cooties <laughs> boobs? <laughs> I the, the the quarterbacks that I've called this out on has been Trubisky. Uh, um, Josh Rosen, um, fucking what's his face, Darnold, and uh, Wilson. Just you know, looking at their fucking face, you could tell all, like all those guys were busts. All four of them look like Chads that like you know just hung out at frat parties all the time. <laughs> They're not leader of men. They look like like baby back bitches. I'm just like these guys don't look like they can play quarterback. They don't look like they can lead men. I'm just like boom, look, they're all busty. Yeah. Right, we got off the trade there. Um, Let's go back here. Where we are. Uh, we'll talk about Cousins. And then he also got uh, Robert Woods, who's now going to be number one. He's recovered nicely from his ACL for the Titans. Now, that this so this could go a bunch of different ways here. Because as on surface, I'm going to say Robert won that trade. But let's just say Robert's team totally fucking tanks. And John gets a chance at either C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Well, yeah, then he fucking won if that happens. Well, he'd be really lucky to get that, too. I mean, not that not lucky, but he needs that to be viable. His quarterbacks uh, are dwindling. Know. He's got a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, he's got Deshaun Watson sucks. Um, second. <laughs> Winston. He's got Baker now, too. Isn't Winston hurt already again? No, he's fine. No, he's hurt. He said he's fine. He came back and said he was fine. Mm. It's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> either way, like even I, I can't see him actually. But here's the thing, also there. But still, there's two good running backs in this class. If you got players, you don't always need two quarterbacks. If you got a running back that you could play, that's a stud or a wide receiver in that that's spot true. or a tight a, end. Man, there's John a can of... also play two tight ends. He's got Pitts plus. He's got Jacecki and uh, who else does he have? He's got. Uh... Look, if he doesn't, if Robert, as long as Robert doesn't make a run in the playoffs, this is still going to end up to be a good pick. Because... He's got Goddard, man. He's got Jacecki yeah. and Goddard. He's, you've got, there's so much talent in probably the first six picks of this 2023 draft that if he doesn't make the playoffs, it's going to be a good pick. I mean, he's going to get one of Bijan or whoever the fuck, um, what's the Bama running back's name? I forget. Or Jason, the receiver from the Buckeyes, or the receiver from LSU. I mean, there's just there's the top. Two I like all positions. I like okay. I think you could kind of predict receivers um, that look good, but I'm not even looking at running backs until they hit the combine. Look at Isaiah Spiller. He's yeah he's, has not been looking good, and the reports have not been positive for him because he's and we know he was a combine zero. I mean. But well, we'll see how the, we'll see how it shakes out. He had the excuse that you know he had like a pulled hamstring and like the same excuse Laviska had. Wow. You're right. 
Right. But maybe, also, maybe the, well, LaVisca had the growing, okay? <laughs> LaVisca had the growing, right? Well, we'll, we'll see how those guys turn out, right? <laughs> so, like, that is real. Yeah. I mean, just like just like James Cook weighing in at 199 pounds and looking like he weighs, like, 210, you know? Yeah, it's a big difference. So, um, you never know. All right, so next trade. Field of Dreams and Swashington football team. Steve, the Swashington football team getting active again. Let's see if it works out for him. We're going to have to – so let's talk about this trade, but then we're going to have to jump up to another trade before we move on to the next one, okay? So okay. here's this trade. Did you run down it or do you want me to run it down? Okay. Field of Dreams gave up Terry McLaurin and the 2022, 212, 2024 second – and a 25 second for the 2022 102. Whew. Yeah, this was so this was the unfortunate situation where he made this trade early before the NFL draft, and it, everybody was just assuming that Malik Willis was going first round. So it was going to be oh, Malik and Brees man. with the top two picks. And he's like, fuck it, I want oh, either man. of them. So he was happy to do it. Well, then the draft happened, and he was fucked because Malik didn't go until third round. And I had to pick ahead of him, like, well, I'm not taking back Malik now. I'm taking Brees. So, <laughs> so now, well, after the draft happened, his value immediately fell, and then it it automatically. Well, so here's what happened: like, like the pre pre NFL draft, we all had these quarterbacks going in the first round. There was like three or four of them almost, and then after the yeah. draft, we're like, none of those guys are going to be picked in the first, except for. Pickett, I think that picked in the first. I, I almost so. think not the first round of the NFL, but the first round of our draft. So that shifted all these players up in already a draft that I think compared to like the last ones that we had, there's a lot of uncertainty. So I, I almost think he should have stayed there at 102 and drafted Kenny Pickett just because 102 Kenny Pickett. Yeah, any hands, Kenny Pickett, you would have wasted a one or two on him. Yeah, because it's an NFL starting quarterback or NFL first round quarterback, and he's only competing with turd biscuits. And you're guaranteed four years of a starter, basically, unless they're fucking Josh Rosen. And I don't think he's Josh Rosen. I think he's good enough to be a starter for four years. So I probably would have just stuck there. But is he a guy that's going to be well? A let me fantasy value before, for you at the one or two. So wait, before you decide he shouldn't have, let me tell you what he what transpired, what he did do. Okay. OK, so what he then did is went back to Steve Swazington, who he made the pick to get 102 from. And he sent him 102 for 104 and the 212. So he got one. He got his second back that he sent away to him and moved back two spots. Oh. Right. So. So. So essentially, yeah, but that you know why? You know what that, why that what that happened? means though is what he really the trade that he really made was Terry McLaurin in two seconds for one hundred and four, which is less appealing. Since I have the draft turned out here, I can look at those picks right now. Well, one hundred and two was uh, Kenneth Walker. Oh my God, dude! Steve got George Pickens with that pick, man. No, Steve didn't. He had two with the second. Right. No, that wasn't him. Swaz- oh, Steve Swasington. Sorry. He, not with yeah. that pick. No, no, no. 
Um, that was his own pick. He got that one. Oh, his own pick. Okay. Oh, he, he sent. He sent. Steve Swazington sent two twelve back to Steve Hoberman. Oh, that's right. The two hundred five was traded, not the two hundred four. Yeah. So the two hundred five was traded from Field of Dreams, from Swazington to Jason. No. Maybe, but that's worry about. Yeah, yeah. That's a we'll, we'll get to that later. We we'll get that later. Right. I just want to jump up and show that. Steve didn't stay at the 102. He, Steve Hoberman didn't stay at the 102. He moved back to the 104 and got one of his picks back from Swazington, who he had made the original trade with. Which, I mean, Swazington then was able to get Kenneth Walker, one of the okay. top two running backs that he wanted. And uh, didn't Kenny Pickett go 103 to Jake? Kenny Pickett. Hold on a second. Kenny Pickett went. Yeah, he went three. Yeah, 103. Holy shit. So, 103. Yeah, I still think Steve, because Steve, remember, before he traded for Tom Brady, his quarterbacks were Baker. At this point, his quarterbacks were Baker and Justin Fields. So, I think he should have just taken a Kenny Pickett there and not made so many moves. But that's just my opinion. And I finished last last year. So, you know, fuck it. (laughs) Um, all right. So I can't wait to get to this draft this is a, because this is another, I'm going to make fun of people in this draft. This is just I might make fun of myself fun. too. It this doesn't matter. Another, this is another just fucking terrible luck trade by Steve. Like just fucking. Oh, the next one? No, this the one we just went. Like where he traded to get the 102. Is this before or after he traded one bid bot bid one blind bid dollar to Jason for one blind bid dollar? Oh yeah, they're just being. I'm just joking. joking. I know. Uh, no, the one where he got the 102, which is a bad luck trade because he thought for sure. He's getting Malik Willis Whoa. or Brees Hall. Yeah, well, yeah, that, uh, honestly, that's rough. From what I saw from Bree, from Malik Willis in the preseason, maybe he should have just fucking stayed and taken listen, Malik Willis. Listen, I mean, <laughs> he looks, uh, he looks, uh, he looks like he can run, but he got pulled right away because he's not passing the ball. Dude, he threw a fucking bomb and connected on it right away. No, he. If you, you look, if you, if you listen to the interviews, uh, Vrabel said that they yanked him from the game because he wasn't passing. Oh, Vrabel's a he's a Buckeye, but man, he is such a dick. <laughs> well, he's also the coach of the team, so that right. makes a difference. <laughs> but anyways, his, his first game, he, he looked, looked good running, running, but he, no, he, he airmailed some passes. Uh, his first okay. game, you weren't watching then. You were, I was watching I the watched game. the game, dude. I watched every one of these games. Dude, literally know. everybody on the internet was talking about how teams are going to be so upset they passed on him after that. First dude, that's where every single Titans fan was on the internet with you. <laughs> no. Okay. Fucking actual people dude, with blue check marks. Dude, when I met Two Tones, that guy, that Steelers fans come in, he's like, oh, Kenny Pickett, man. He's fucking I'm like, dude, Kenny Pickett played against the second and third team defense of the two worst teams in football. Okay. These, it's like, these slow your not- role, dude. If he didn't do that, I'd be concerned. I'm not talking about Titans fans. I'm talking about analysts saying it. Oh, okay. That we're not Titans fans. First of all, nobody in in Redneck, Tennessee can get a fucking blue check mark. So let's just (laughs) throw that out the fucking window. Tennessee is also known for talking up their players a lot, like way more than other uh, franchises, like the beat reports and stuff like that. Is that why Zach had to have his honey or his bachelor party in Tennessee? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. <laughs> Anyways, right. so like, also like, hey, speaking to the pick, like what you said, like you should have just taken Malik Willis. If you make a trade like that and you trade up to the one hundred two, 
you better be damn well sure that you know who you're fucking picking before you make that trade. So even if that happens, it shouldn't affect your decision. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't. I don't know. I mean, I would have had a hard time taking Malik Willis at that point after he fell in the draft. But <sighs> who did you think he was going to go? The, you, th- you probably thought he was going to go to the Lions at number two, and then he could trade him to me for, like, you know, no. three first-round picks. He was going to keep him. <laughs> he, I'll tell you right now, he's going to keep him if he went to the Lions because he thought they had great weapons. <laughs> oh, they do. Unless so. you blew him away with an offer or something. Um, I, I probably would have. Did you see what I just gave you for Pacheco? Yeah, true. Got a running quarterback you like in life. You probably would. You probably went fucking. Let's all go on. Over. Let's go on to the next one here. So we anyway, got real is quick. This the Terry uh, McCall- oh. Swazington won that trade in my mind. Um, unfortunately, again, it was just yes. shit luck for Steve Hoberman. Yes, he did. Right. So all we right. got we got Trevor Simeon and Carson Wentz for a three hundred three, a three hundred five, and a sixth. Uh, I don't have a problem with this trade because Carson Wentz is a starting quarterback and you basically didn't give up anything more than two thirds. I mean, that's fine for Field of Dreams, like, but like also in the grand scheme of things, like Jason's just being like a whore for draft picks right now and like these yep. quarterbacks suck dick. So let's move on. Well, Simeon, Simeon is, was, uh, you know, the Bears backup for a field. So that makes sense too. Uh, I actually like that. Dude, I like that trade. That guy is never going to have to help you. I like that trade for Steve just because it got him a starting quarterback and got him his yeah. stuff for his I, he, right. he gave up a third. Like I, Two thirds. Third, I mean, yeah, six. but you know what? Whatever. Like, I don't, you know, okay. you can get draft picks back if you need to. Sometimes if you like a player, sometimes, like, you got to depend on, like, you know, spend your assets how you think. You can always, like, reacquire assets in that Third, Thirds, fourths, fifths, if you make wise sixth, investments. Just fucking float around. Dude, I am watching fucking, I think – the CFL Canadian league football and they had a kickoff and the guy grabbed it and then punted it. <laughs> what are the fucking rules in the CFL? What the fuck did I just watch? I don't know, man. Maybe he's like making the play like the game too. Like you never know. It's like, it, like well, this is a highlight. It was a highlight. So oh, really? There you go. Maybe it was a not top 10. All right. But then we got number 38. Hob Solo gives up Rashad Penny. For Calvin Ridley. So, but yeah, there's where Calvin Ridley has landed. He's with, with oh, Zach. Man. Oh, man. I don't like this trade for Zach. <laughs> now, in the grand scheme of things, this just makes, you know, Steve's trade worse because he traded basically two seconds and a first for Taylor Heineke and Rashad Penny. That's not great. And but I wouldn't Rashad Penny Rashad. is the most injury-prone running back in the NFL. But, I, I mean, I still would have traded Calvin Ridley, who's old and about to miss an entire season after missing almost a full season. He's 27, man. He is going to be 28 or on his tw- – or he's, is he 27 now? He's going to be turning But he's a wide receiver. Now. He's going to have fresh legs. Two seasons off. <laughs> Two seasons off doesn't sound great. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know. It's an interesting trade. I don't know who comes on top of that. But Rashad Penny – is good when he's active, but he's never active, and he's hurt right now. He'll be so. 28 this December, so yeah, this is 2017. So next year he'll be 28, though, and turning 29 during the season. Anyways, that's but, TBT on that trade. Well, the reason I don't like it is because Zach is a contender right now, and he gave away Penny for somebody that is not helping him at all this year. That's why I don't like it. And then we got next trade, 37. Cooper Rush for Deontay Johnson and a first, a second, a six and another second. That is a lot. 
Cooper Rush I, is I, just a handcuff. We'll if you see. think Deontay Johnson is that good and he looks that good, even so, though he gets an absurd amount of targets, absurd. So Cooper Rush um, in the sixth are a wash because he rushes the handcuff for Dak. Um, so it's really Deontay for 2023 first, 2024 second, and 2025 second. So first and two seconds. It's too much, too much for my blood. Beca- just because he's got a rookie they, quarterback or turd biscuits. I don't like that. And they re-signed him. They did. The extension, I right? Guess in the, yeah, but for in the, only two years, right? Eh, I, okay, I'll step back. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, I do think Deontay Johnson is a, an elite-level talent. So it is dynasty. He is still young. Maybe he's not going to be great this year because they have turd biscuits and rookie quarterback, but it's dynasty. So, yeah, it probably the talent level is probably worth what he gave up. Yes. From, from the development path that Deontay's on, yes, we hope so. I mean, he got 1,000 yards. I mean, he had 169 targets last year, which is freaking absurd. Um, yeah. 1,161 yards, but that was with Ben Roethlisberger, who sucked. Broken so, ass arm, Ben so, so his yeah, I'm potential, go his ceiling is pretty high. It's about as high as any other wide receiver. Yeah, I'm going to go back. I like this trade as a win for Zach, actually, the more we talk about it. You know, it should pan out nicely for mm-hmm. him. Yeah, I, I do think Deontay is a – and even if, oh. you know, like you said, you got to extend – you need to extend. Somebody else is going to pick him up. He's he's still an elite talent receiver, and he's he's really young, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's he's fairly young. I'm going to look it up real quick. He is. He's 26. Yeah, he's 26. No, no, no. He just turned yeah, 26. 26. He just turned 26. Okay. So he's getting into his prime years. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that's. I like that. Yeah, I like that trade. That's a wide receiver. Yeah, that's a good trade. And I like it for I like it for Jason, too, because he got a first and two seconds, yep. and he's rebuilding. So it makes sense. That makes sense both ways. All right. Next, we got the 110 from Jason for the 205 and the. In the 2023 second from Steve. Swazington. So moved up let, and he let, used the 110 to take Traylon Burks. Oh. Oof. Doesn't look good right now. Looked great when it happened, when his that pick happened. But I still um, like the, I still like this trade for <laughs> You should have just taken James. Oh James Cook had taken right before him. I bet you he was so fucking pissed. He probably wanted Cook. He might have. Um, I either way, I like this trade for Jason. Uh, and the only re- the reason I really like this trade for Jason is he got the two hundred five, but that twenty twenty three second is his own, so that's guaranteed to be two point oh one. Yeah, so I got, agree. I think I think Steve kind of lost out on this one because only because of the pick he made. You know, he could have taken George Pickens here, and it would have made it look a lot better. And he took him later, so it doesn't even matter. Who went? So it went. I think the next picks were Christian Watson. I took right after this. Oh but man! Literally, the, but this was like that was like the drop off in like talent. Like this was the line. It was Christian Watson, then Malik Willis. But he, George Pickens is looking good. Or that, or Jahan Dotson. He should have taken either one. Of them. So listen, Jahan yeah, I mean, too. I think he, he he has to take Burks there when in that at that time. Yeah, Christian Watson. Know. Christian Watson had the highest drops percentage in college football. Like, when he mm-hmm. came out. I don't like him, um, but I, I, I mean, I just don't like that. It's from a wide receiver. I did not play. like. 
I was on an island, but I did not like Traylon Burks in this draft at all. I didn't know he didn't come out until after the draft that he had asthma and stuff. But I didn't I didn't like him anyway. I watched weird. him play. He's, but hey, he's big and clunky. To, I didn't like him. To his defense, I think DK Metcalf has some kind of form of asthma too. To, but I mean, if I'm gonna be completely honest, based on who was already taken, if I had that one ten, I would have fucking taken him too, probably. No, no, he was he was he was the pick. Yeah, that I mean, was the pick. Um, there's no one else to take there. Well, no, I take it back. I would have done what I did at 111. What I did at 111 is I took Christian Watson to trade him to Robert. Oh, yeah, I knew Robert can't, wanted him. You can't predict that, man. Huh? Usually when you pick a guy, you don't want to trade him right away. But so. Yeah, but I, I already knew that Robert wanted Watson. Oh, okay. So, so you had some you had some groundwork already done, huh? Yeah. But, I mean, if he Robert's a big Packers fan. And they, they need a number one receiver. Right. So. Works out that way. So right. – um. He could have given up a late. It's just not working out for Steve right now because of the camp reports from Traylon Burks and he's like running as like the number three, right? Yeah, but think about it. If he if he'd taken Christian Watson and traded Watson and a late or a future second for Alave, you'd like that a lot better, wouldn't you? Probably. And also, man, like forget about Steve, man. The Titans, fucking idiots. <laughs> no. So, they haven't been great with receiver. They drafted Des Fitzpatrick in the third last year and then put him on the practice squad. Yeah, Kyle Phillips, so, so they're good. Yeah. All right, let's get to the next trade. we got to get moving, moving a little faster here. All right. All right. Um, <clears throat> we'll, we'll try. This is uh, me. <laughs> this is you. Okay, Olave and Jason. Well, it's a common thread here, Jason trading. So I gave two-thirds and a fourth to get uh, two future thirds and a future fourth. To get uh, the three hundred five and Ronald Jones, Oof, that does not set, not feel great right now because I'm pretty sure Jones is going to get cut. <laughs> yeah, he's probably is. He might get picked up somewhere though. He's still young. He might. I think what you were trading for was like the potential of him scoring ten touchdowns for Kansas City being the goal line bat, but it's not happening. Well, the reason I was trading for him is because I looked looked back and before the year before they had, they had like a nine hundred uh, yard season. Yeah. He had fucking 900 rushing yards and averaged over five yards a carry. That's what Tom Brady will do for you. Had, no, this is, before, this is the year before Tom Brady was oh, there. Oh, really? Yes, 2020. Uh, damn. 2020, he had 978 yards, seven touchdowns, and averaged five one a carry. He didn't. He had like half of that last year because they got Fournette, and then Fournette bumped him. Yeah. Because Brady, do Brady's do like all. Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't like young guys. Yeah, and – I mean, Fournette's like twice the athlete as he is, and can catch and do it all. But right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I lost this trade because for multiple reasons. But, it, it but it wasn't a huge, touch. it wasn't a huge give up though. So well, it wasn't, you know. The other reason I think I lost it is because I really was trying to get the 303 instead of 305 from Jason in this, and I wanted to draft Tyler Algier with it was my plan and he fucking took Tyler Algier at the 303. Oh damn! <laughs> and so then I fucking didn't get the guy who was targeting anyway. And I actually wanted the draft pick more than I did fucking Ronald Jones, but I wasn't didn't tell Jason that. <laughs> I was doing the same shit you did with me with uh, Lev Bell and LaVisca when you were yeah. acting like you wanted Lev Bell. But I fucking knew you didn't want Lev Bell. I knew you wanted LaVisca. <laughs> yeah, well, none of that all worked out, did it? <laughs> <laughs> did not. <laughs> all right. I don't know. You got Van Jefferson. I think Van Jefferson's good. Next up is 
Jeff and I, and I think this is like this is a big probably one. the first big block, blockbuster trade of the year. This is a big one here. So I gave up Derrick Henry and Hunter Renfro and a 2023 second just to get the trade to go for Devonta Smith and his 108. Were you targeting oh. Sky more the entire time with that 108? 100% I was. Yeah, the only other player that gave me a question was um, James Cook. When he was there, because usually trading away a running back, I want a running back in return. So that was the plan um, to get younger and hopefully land trade one high. Like I don't uh, trade one high. Like I don't think did Derrick Henry wins the Heisman. Derrick Henry, I think so. I think so. Trade one Heisman winner for another. I like my Heisman winners. So or runner ups, they're good too. Um, I liked Devonta Smith was always a guy that I was after in the pre-draft process. And I, I liked what I saw after his first year, even with Jalen Hurts as a passer, who's still developing almost at a thousand yards on not very many receptions. So, so this was a, a little bit of bad luck for you. Cause that was on April 15th. It was a draft like a week later or some shit, two weeks later. And then they traded for AJ Brown. I don't care, man. I think they have different skill sets and I think they're both going to get be fine. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that, Hertz can support Brown, Devonta, and Goddard. We'll see. I think it was AJ Brown that said that like Devonta Smith's like a wide receiver one. So yeah, we'll see, man. Him trying to be, but better, you know, we'll see what that's like, just I mean, him trying to be a better teammate than he was in Tennessee because he got bumped out of Tennessee for being a dick teammate. <laughs> yeah. Well, the way I look at it is, I think uh, AJ Brown opens up things for Devonta to go against second. A string the second number two cornerbacks and he's gonna even burn those guys even better i think the um the eagles were like the number one run team in the nfl last year i think they have a little bit more pass plays as jalen hurts becomes more comfortable they're not you look gonna be in the preseason jalen hurts has been excellent they're so, not gonna be the number one run team this year it's gonna be the fucking ravens for sure no it's gonna be the patriots dude you think i think it's gonna be the ravens i think it's gonna be the patriots the ravens have got one red receiver we can make a friendly bet this in the chat later. All right, we'll do a beer bet on it. They got Isaiah Likely, dude. What are you talking about? He's a tight end. Hey, man. He's a, he's a possession. They possession. got Isaiah he's Likely. He's likely I, to catch a lot of passes from the I Jackson. do like him. I do like him. I have <laughs> liked him. I wanted the Browns to draft him. But uh, continue on this trade. Yes, I, I was after Sky Moore the whole time. And I'm glad that he's worked out well. I, I wanted. I, I wanted to hook up with the homes. I'm on a stack. Yeah. Um, it's part of my strategy. Makes and sense. I mean, and I know you'll fight with me on Miko Hardman, but um, I think he's, I think he's going to be a, a, a significant thing. Maybe like halfway through the season this year, maybe he's on that Amon Ross trajectory when they realize what they have. And he, he's looked really good in camp. So I like what I see. And he might not be, he might not hit, Fully, I think maybe like, I'm thinking like 600 receiving yards, maybe 700 this year. Well, um, so we're all falling off here because of Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase the last two years. Everyone's like, oh, you got to get a thousand. Yeah, like 1,100-yard receivers first that's, year. It's like, yeah, what? that's not normal. Most receivers don't do that in their first year. Even so, running backs, like running backs sometimes don't play for a year or two, and then they are, become the starter and like run well, for 1,000 yards. Receivers – on average, their breakout year is year three in the NFL. So that's what it used to be. Apparently, yeah, it's, but apparently it, it's been forgotten. It's been creeping up, but that's just because the big name guys like Chase and Jefferson All right. blew it up. 
and you forget and all these other great receivers. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't have a thousand yards. He had like nine hundred some. Did he have nine hundred? Yeah, and so did so did Devonta Smith. He had like nine hundred some. Well, yeah, but they both had nine hundred with an extra game. You got to throw that in too. That's also true. Yes, yeah, they have back game. a little bit because yeah, of that. They're probably more in line with the general way. Waddle, Waddle, Jalen Waddle had a thousand yards, but he also had like I don't know, ninety catches. <laughs> he had an insane amount of targets, that's which is awesome for PPR. That's somebody I'm totally down on. From what well, Tyreek's there. That's that's yeah. normal. That's gonna he's gonna get a little fade, but he's still a good player. He is. So I, with that trade, what do you think about that? I felt like I gave up. Like so, I was. I felt like I could have gotten more for Derrick Henry. I know he turned 27 and he did, he's coming off the injury. So his value yeah. is probably at, at its lowest. Um, I'm fine with it because you got the guy you were targeting. Yeah. Now, I got both, had, I like both if, guys that I wanted. If you had so. gotten fucked and Sky Moore went one of seven, I would like it less because your plan didn't work. But since it your plan worked, I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with it. That's, he had a guy, he had a but target. But then I would have had Garrett Wilson. He made it work. Which would have been okay too. I would have taken Garrett Wilson. Sure. Oh, he went one of seven. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, guess what, I think I was lucky to fall in a spot. I just fell just in, inside that, like, talent drop-off of after mm-hmm. the 10th pick. Where, so you knew you were going to get one of the two you liked. Yes. I was gonna, I knew I was going to get a contributor, who I think. But And when Sky Moore was there, he was the, my, my, my most researched guy that I was after. Um, then it was James Cook after that in that area. Um, so I got who I wanted, but I didn't really want to give up. I think I had the trade before with Jeff. Um, with like a later back end pick, um, or another wide receiver, even. So I think Jeff kind of did a good job kind of working me. But you know, when you check all things, I think it's close to being even in value. But I think I like you know, he he kind of won the trade as far as um, if you just look at straight value goes right now. Um, he probably has a little more, but I, because I think Hunter Renfro is going to take a dip too because of Devontae Adams, yeah. So. And Devonta Smith and Sky Moore are probably going to be playing longer than Derrick Henry will, but Jeff needed a running back, and now he's you know one of the top competitive teams to maybe win this year because he this trade. He also, he also added Nick Chubb, so geez. and he also got D- Nick Chubb. <laughs> All right, All right. Let's move on. There, we're spending yep. too much time on one trade. Um, All right, we got the three hundred nine and the second for badass Babs giving up, and then Jason gave up Pollard. I know this is a trade that Jason or John kind of like, kind of like maybe he's like thinking about again about because he wanted to secure the Dallas backfield yeah. with Zeke because there's so many que- there's so many question marks behind Zeke. It, it seemed like, and you know he had a great season last year. I'm, for what I'm, happened, I'm fine with this trade for both people because Tony Pollard is a good running back and it also makes sure that he has that you know Dallas backfield. Um, yeah, but then I'm also fine with it for. Jason getting a 2023 second and uh, had a third in, in this year's. So I'm fine either way. Yeah. So I think it works out. But Tony Pollard is great. That's good. That's a good exchange for him. And uh, Jason's in the rebuild. So he, he'll take those picks. So, yeah. And then we got Jeff giving up Damon Harris, Harris for the 40, the 409 and then a later 2023 second. So it's more of a long play. I think Damon Harris is going to get. Traded from the Patriots soon. He's a good running back um, to have, and I think he'll start to the team that he's traded to if that happens. Um, but I think it's just an even yeah. fair trade. So, 
I do too. For, despite what Zach says, if Damian Harris is on the Patriots, I think he's still the RB one this year. Um, now, I don't think you know they next year. This is his fourth year, isn't it? So I think I, so. Yeah, yeah. This is like I don't his last year. They, they yeah they didn't give him fifth year. Well, he won the first round pick anyway, but um, they won't re-sign him. We'll just let him walk because that's what the Patriots do. It's, yeah, if you look at the history, this is what happens. Unless you're special, right? Um, but he'll get picked up. No offense, Damian Harris is just not special. No, he's a good mid middle of the pack. If he was, he'd be a top five running back in the NFL. Yeah. But I mean, you're not gonna get a top five running back in the NFL without giving up a first. <laughs> you're not gonna get it for a second and a fourth. Right. So I think it's fair both ways. I like it for both people. Um I think Damian Harris is gonna be productive this year. So he'll be definitely be a starter. Yeah, at this point, Jeff could give up Damian Harris because he just got Derrick Henry from you. And fever needed running back help. Makes sense both ways, in my opinion. All right. Then we got some uh, draft picks for draft picks. And we can skip that one. We already went over that one. That's yeah, the other. Let's go to uh, Dalton Schultz is number 25. Dalton Schultz from Jason whoa. giving up another. Like, why, did, why did you jump all, Whoa. Why did you, you jump way too far up? I did. You 30. Oh, okay. 30. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. You guys. Yeah. This um, is big. What? So I gave up Christian Watson. I drafted 111 and picked 210 for Chris Olave. Still like that trade for me. I like it too. Really sucks. And I even said this when I made the trade with him. I feel great about my trade as long as David Bell doesn't slide to you at 210. What fucking happened? David Bell slides to him at 210. Hmm. So yeah, he took him. Oh yeah, he, he fucking sure did. Because when it was going dropping down there, I tried to trade with him to get it so I could take him. Steve tried to trade him so he could take <laughs> him. That pick was, was traded like, for me too. He was not interested in in trading the pick. Um, he, he he knew he wanted David Bell since he slid there, and you know, and I've tried to trade with him since then. He's just he's not interested in trading him. He wants to keep him. Dang. Um. All right, we can move on from that. I still like it though because I got Chris Olave, and I really like Chris Olave. So yeah, you got your Buckeye boner going. That's cool. He's really awesome, and he should be awesome, and everything should be awesome for you. So that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on to, and then we got, then we got a bunch of draft picks for draft picks. Yeah, let's skip those. Skip those. Whatever. We'll get to those in the draft maybe later. And now we got the next trade number twenty-five. Dalton Schultz, Jason gives up for Kadarius Tony and a sixth. I think Kadarius Tony's value is very low right now on this. Um, and he's kind of picked up a little bit, of course, only to like fall again because he's Kadarius Tony. Um, Dalton Schultz could be the number two option right now on a Dallas offense facing in the AFC with shootouts galore. Um, I think Dalton Schultz might be really good this year. I, I like the trade for me. I like that I got Schultz because I needed some more tight end help. I still also like the trade for Jason because I've seen Kadarius Tony play, and he is special if he's not a If you can figure out what size cleats he's wearing. Right. And, so um, basically know. this just came down to that Jason is tanking and rebuilding, and he just thought, I can take the risk. And if Tony pans out, that's great. He also made sure that he drafted Wondell Robinson. I don't know if you noticed that. So – yeah. He, he kind of handcuffed himself that he, whichever one of the two becomes the guy he'll have, whoever it is. Yeah, and it's 
not looking good for Kadarius Tony, if you ask me. Yeah, most of the most of the podcasts that Shared listen to, they all think it's going to be Wandale. But they're also really high on Wandale, so good for him for drafting him. <laughs> we got Badass Babs traded David Ajoku for Donald Peoples-Jones. Cleveland player for a Cleveland player. I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, one guy likes rubbing his dick to the other Cleveland player as much as the other one. Like, is, that, is that what's going on? I think it was more of one needed tight end help, one needed receiver help. Okay, I think that was that. Was, I think that was the case. I think John has a lot of tight ends at this yep. time, and then you wanted to okay. receivers. But you know, Najoku is kind of looking like the better play right now. Um, With Watson out, I would say yeah, because I think you'll see a lot more dump downs from uh, yeah so. from Jacoby than you would from Watson. So, still in the long play, I also like. <laughs> People's Jones. It's a pretty even trade, in my opinion. Okay. So now the next one we got you and John trading again. Pierre Strong and JJ Taylor for Jeffrey Wilson and the third. I think you won this trade. Well, I needed it because I have to have the. You're short up this backfield because you don't know who's going to be the hit. Well, might all just hit a little bit. My alert this morning just said Jeff Wilson uh, is the RB two for. San Francisco. So I'm definitely and, happy I made this move. At this and point. I know I have Stripe Pierre Strong on my team now, and he's kind I'd of like, not developed a little bit right now. I think he's a year away. Um, he had I some do, injuries I coming do, into camp, and he kind of got delayed. But I it's funny that it's funny that right now uh, it's Pierre Strong and JJ Taylor, who John traded for, are both on my team right now. Well, he cut. I mean, he, didn't he even cut JJ Taylor, Taylor right away. He didn't even want him, and I said, I'm just going to cut him anyway. I might as well send him to you. You might want to keep him. And he cut him, and I was like, I don't know why he cut him. And then uh, White retired, so I don't know. I, we'll get to when I come in. Oh, and we got Ebner, Tristan Ebner and Jalen Guyton for the sixth round, and the sixth round is nothing. Yeah, it's a nothing trade. Bridgewater for a fifth, although, nothing. Although, real quick, I will say, um, Fever might have won that trade because there is a lot of talk that Tristan Ebner has is winning the uh, third down back job. Yes, because every running back on the Bears sucks, including David Montgomery. Yeah, there's a lot of talk that Tristan Ebner is, has won the third down back job. So if that's the case, he won that trade for me. All right, going to number twenty-one here. No, no, that's not. <laughs> All right, this is a this is not really that significant of a trade, but um, you know, we talk about it. I gave up. Howell, Dr. Foreman, Diami Brown, and a second in 2024 for Mayfield, Hines, and Foster Moreau. Yep. Makes you know, sense. I don't know. It's like We're trading running backs here, but I'm sure some people are asking me, like, what are you doing? Like, um, but, so, you know, I don't really need I, – I just, you know, go ahead. What do you say about it? Foreman's your handcuff – or, I mean, Foreman's his handcuff for CMC – Hines is your handcuff for JT. Those both make sense. Um, he had Wentz and, and uh, Heineke, so getting Sam Howell as the young rookie behind them makes sense. Yep. Yami Brown, with the, who played with Sam Howell. In nice college, little bonus makes, there. Nice little bonus makes sense. Get, getting the second-round pick. Um, worked out for you. Uh, I know you told me you like Foster Moreau a lot, but you made this trade right before Baker got traded, so that, that was fucking money for you. Like, a week later. Steve's got bad luck, man. Every time he makes a trade, somebody he has gets hurt, or he trades Baker away, and then he gets traded and becomes a starter immediately. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny because I was after Moreau and Hines the whole time in this trade, and I kind of worked out the thing for Baker after, and I ended up trading Baker later, even 
I just got my my second back and traded away again. We'll talk about that. But um, it was just kind of like a trade where, yeah, I was more after Hines and Moreau, and I think it just was a fair trade. It worked out how it was and threw in a second for him. Um, so I like it. It makes no, sense. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a weird looking trade, though. It's kind of funny. But again, you guys both got your handcuffs, which makes a lot of sense for me. Um, and then he needed to make sure he had another quarterback room because this is before he traded for Brady. So make sure he got Sam Howell made sense to me because. Yeah, and he's he's flashed a little bit. He has flashed then, a little. And then he's unflashed after the next game. Right. But Carson Wentz could, you never know what the fuck's going to happen. Though. He could fucking. Nope. Yeah, so it's a good having, strategy to follow Carson Wentz. Yeah, have, if you're gonna go with Carson Wentz, you gotta have. If and they drafted a rookie QB, you gotta get the rookie too. <laughs> you gotta, you got right. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. Nineteen's just been uh, Swazington trading. Uh, I don't know who backups are. <laughs> so okay, the next trade that's significance is not really though. No, is I traded I traded uh, John Baker Mayfield in the third. For Pierre Strong in a second, um, yeah, I just wanted Pierre Strong. Yeah, and tried um, to, tried to get and then I got I got returned for Baker on a second. I didn't really care about Baker because I think he's worthless. So he basically gave me what I gave up, and I'm paying a third for Pierre, and I'm fine with that in 2025, just because I like his prospect profile and I think he's worth a third round pick just to sit on my bench. So. My logic there is he was a third round pick, so I mean, yeah, right, right, right. So it's it's the same. It's like a pretty even, like you know, it's just a switch. And John's got a backup quarterback that he needs. I got so many running backs, I don't need backup quarterbacks if one of mine's off for the week. So the only thing I might (laughs) have done is I might have held on to Baker for a little longer, especially with him winning the starting job. It's possible, yeah. His value's probably up a little bit. It maybe is, but then again, it's just like. I, I didn't know, like, if, like, you know, if their preseason game happened and Pierre Strong, like, made a big play or, like, something like what would happen there. Mm, and it's all relative yeah. and about the players you want. Baker Mayfield was never my end game, so, like, no. I just – I'm going to give the edge to John. John, yeah. He's got a quarterback. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks have more value players. right now. Yeah, certain quarterbacks. I'm going to give it to yeah, John. Yeah, for sure. I, um, I, I'd agree with that. All right. 16. Oh, this trade. Yuck. Uh, I'm just going to say what it is. We don't need to talk about it afterwards. Hayden Hurst, 2024, 4th, 2025, 5th for Drew Locke. Everything in that trade is gross. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Russell Gage with LaVisca Chenault and a 5th. Again. This, um, is the, this is the fucking curse of Jason coming back again. And then immediately after he trades uh, he gets hurt. Gage. Yeah, he gets hurt and they sign Julio Jones, both. No, I don't. I don't think Julio Jones is much of anything anymore. But man, that's unfortunate. But again, yeah. also the Visca we talked about. If you get passed up by Lacan Shredwell and Jamal Ainu, you got some other problems to worry about. So, yeah. all right, and then oh, we we're just getting into the this is the next table. big trade yeah. the uh, the the hot lava and field of dreams trade. Do you want to run through this one? Your yeah. first starts, thoughts here. So, Brady, Edward Solaire, Tyler Lockett, 23 third, a 24 third 
for Nick Chubb and a 24 second. Um, My lord. That's a, that's a lot to digest. Uh, don't love CEH, so mostly don't like Steve Side because of that. He's uh, one of the most controversial running backs. I was getting super nervous for Steve with Tom leaving. He's back now. He was back today. But, man, I was like, oh, my God, if he fucking retires because he's going through a divorce – Right, you know, after he already made the Calvin Ridley trade that fucked him, that would be just brutal. Uh, he's back now, though. I don't. So, what I really don't like about this trade is that he gave up Nick Chubb, which I think is the best player in this, and he gave up the second round pick. And yeah, got, you don't want to give up the best player in the, in the trade. Um, and he's trying to compete this year, so he. I mean, Brady will be great this year. I just, I just feel like you gave up a lot for. A one-year rental, basically. Yep. Now that and said, I originally was like, "Why don't you go after someone like Antonio Gibson or something?" Was this well, certainly he should be, certainly be glad he didn't go after Antonio Gibson instead of I'd rather have Ceh than Antonio Gibson right now. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> does this did this trade happen before or after Russell Wilson left the Seahawks? After. Now he has he did remember uh, Steve acquired Drew Lock though. Who cares? So that's maybe that's worthless. That's a worthless asset. To pair up that. Yeah, but that's that's that was Drew Locke sucks. If Drew Locke was good, he would have been in Denver. <laughs> He's not good. Isn't he like not even the starter as at this point? It's Geno Smith instead of him? Yes. I don't, so I don't, it's I don't troubling, but he's got Tom Brady. So he he, did, he, I think Steve is setting up for a run this year. But he yeah, traded but... his best running back in the process. Well, no, he has CMC. As long as oh, he has CMC, okay, yeah. But I just don't like it for the fact that, okay, well, what if Tom retires next year? You have no fucking picks for, like, three years. What do you think the chance that Tom retires next year is? 70%? I would say 80, around there, yeah. 80. 80. yeah. I think it's high. I think he's going. I think he's going to retire. And I think this shit with him going away with his family is, you know, more evidence of that. That and the three hundred and fifty fucking million dollars Fox has given him. <laughs> I always say this: it takes just one hit. I was gonna say, you know, Brady's gonna take a hit, turn to dust. Look what happened to Drew Brees. He took a hard sack and he punctured his lung. And when he got up and walked to the sideline, you looked at his face, and the camera was close up on him. His face said, "The fuck am I doing here?" He's That's a what smaller- it said. He's a lot smaller guy than Brady, though. I don't care, dude. I mean, Brady's I, like what, forty-five now? Yeah, but Brady's also a vampire and doesn't dude, age. Dude, that was so when Drew Brees was thirty-eight. Oh, <laughs> Brees is not a vampire. Yeah, he's not sucking blood from like babies Mary, or something. They're sucking their Mary, stem cells out. Mary I don't know. Witch. All Mary I know is that Tom Brady's Mary arm, witch. Tom Brady's <laughs> arm, like kind of like sucked, and then it got stronger. Like it, it, that's legit. That's happened. Well, what happened was Giselle was holding out, so he had to jerk off more. So he got that stronger. <laughs> probably, probably so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's look back here. All right, where are we? We're twelve now. Uh oh yeah, nobody cares about this one. It was a fifth for a six and Sky Miller. I don't know who that is? Yeah. This is a nobody receiver I got. I was Drew Brees traded and somewhere. Drake London. 
and a third, and another third for AJ Brown. I think I would have just another gone interesting off the trade, one. but I kind of yeah. will take AJ Brown. I don't know. What do you think there? I think I would have held on to Drake London on this one. But just, how long is the situation in Atlanta going to suck for? I guess you have the the known of AJ Brown better. You don't. I mean, London could be a bust. I think one of Traylon Brooks or Drake London is going to be a bust. I don't know which one, but one of them is going to happen. I feel like at this point, I feel like it's Traylon Brooks, just based on the shit we've seen. Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, so. If you take everything in context where he just t- traded for Tom Brady, it makes sense because you want points now, which you're going to get more from A.J. Brown than Drake London. Mm-hmm. So makes sense. Uh, taking in context that he just t- t- traded for Tom Brady, that makes me like it more. Yeah, yeah I'm so, fine with it. I mean, I would have I liked to see him just give up one of those thirds and not two, though. Sometimes you just sweeten deals to get what you want to get done. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And that's probably and what happened. I think what's happening is like, you know, Jason Price said no. If you make some trades that work out, and like, you know, like some teams might be more hesitant to trade with you unless you do sweeten the deal. Because they're like, oh, why does this person want this player? Yeah, I mean, about that. let me go look into this. Like, we're all good players and like fantasy managers. So, like, as we've like, we're in our what year are we? Is this year four of? This is our year fourth year in Dynasty. Yeah, it's fourth year. Dude, this is this is my first Dynasty league, and the first year we played was my first year, so it's like we're all learning. Like I'm, I'm learning like how to be better at Dynasty. We've all like just I feel like all of us are just like if if you look at last year, it's very competitive. Like I mean, points scored, like things like that, like so. I think we're all learning how to like manage picks and yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know who has experienced a dynasty before, but like I'm learning the value of draft picks now. I'm to, you know, I still do crazy stuff, but like right. you, you, I, you think it's well calculated and you think you know what you're doing. And then it's interesting what you can do, you know? So and I agree with you. You sometimes you just, if you really want someone, you got to give up more and okay, we will move right on to 10. Uh, I traded uh, Quentin Cephas, 2024 second from Jeff, 2024 third Third from myself, and and 2024 sixth from Fever for Christian Kirk. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to give up that much. I didn't. Yeah, it was a little bit extra for Christian Kirk, who hasn't really proven much. Jake did not. I I mean, I offered less, and Jake said no. He said he was willing to deal Kirk, but it wasn't enough. And, like, basically that third, that 2024 third, I didn't want to throw in. He wasn't well, going to do it. There you go. And, and Quintus, Quintus Cephas was actually like tearing it up in Lions yeah. camp. Yes. And we talked about Cephas. He's I liked really him. good. I got him from you. I liked him a lot. I know. Um, now he got he's, hurt, so he's got a setback. But but he was also a guy that was like low-key like trade candidate that another team could pick up. And like he was just doing so good in camp. He was like one of the main standouts. So I feel like people didn't pay enough attention to him. Because if you looked at the beginning of last year, he – you know, before he got hurt, three of his four games, he had double-digit fantasy points. Yeah. Weeks one through four. 10, 14, and then he won, then 10 again, and then he got hurt week five. When I drafted him, I thought he was kind of like an Anquan Bowden type player. Yeah, and I like him. 
And that's what um, like he, he's the type of player that isn't really impressed when like just running, but like when the pads come on, he's like a he's like a gold line presence over the middle. Gamer. Yeah, he's a gamer. And he's he's big and physical. Uh, all right, but going to the uh, we'll see how that passing game works out. You know, <laughs> fucking Urban Meyer and, and yeah. Jack. I mean, obviously, oh I wanted want oh Kirk gosh. because obviously, want Kirk because I have Trevor Lawrence. Right. Well, that's so you got the stack, and we'll see. Hopefully, he's the number one there, and it works out for you. But like that team's got nowhere to go from but up. They'll have actually like have a coaching staff that's actually paying attention and like want their team to do well. So. All those players are going to do much better than they did last year. So, <laughs> Urban Meyer, man, checking oil. Yep, <laughs> gotta check that oil, <laughs> dude. I mean, okay, but I have to say, like, think about all the ridiculously stupid stuff Jim Harbaugh has ever said. Urban Meyer just trumped all that with one stroke of a finger. Well, sort of. I told you this when we were drinking the other day. I said <laughs> I think they have an open relationship. Oh yeah, well, the, probably the, the, probably a lot of there's probably a lot of that stuff kind of stuff going on that we don't know about. But. Yeah, I think they have an open relationship. But I still, do. the wherewithal, like if you if you don't have if you don't have the presence of mind, to, that people are gonna have this on camera. Yeah, you can't do this shit in public, dude. This isn't the year that you <laughs> Listen, grew up in. Everybody's a camera at all times. It's didn't you see that clip when he was like on a boat? And he was on like yes, he was like whatever. smoking weed with the no, nah, he was smoking weed. It was some some like fat shirtless guy came yeah. in with a beer in his hand, and you could see the reflection of the guy. Oh, it was a beer. I beer. thought he came to have him a pipe, and he's like, "No, man, get that out of here." No, no, it's like a beer. <laughs> that was hilarious, though. Bro, yeah, but either that. way, it's still like he's like doing this fucking interview, really and you can see this shirtless fat guy holding a fucking beer, walking in. He's like, "Get out!" Like trying to point to him, and you're like, "Jesus Christ!" He's having a fucking boat party in the middle yeah. of COVID. <laughs> Ridiculous. Let's go on to right. number nine here. Twenty twenty-five third for Paris Campbell. Wow, a twenty-five third for Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell off injured. Very promising player, but gets injured, car crashes on the field, whatever, what have you. Um, giving up a third, I think that's fair value. Um, you just, you know, one player's giving up the pick and one per, per player's taking the risk. Yeah, I don't have a problem trading for him considering it was a 25 third that Beaver gave up. And like you said, if he can just stay healthy, he's got talent. He's a high ceiling player. Yeah, so – Certainly. And you only give up a 2025 third, so that's I'm fine with that. All right, eight. Um, Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce in the third for Michael Gallup. I would have just held on to Pierce in this one. <coughs> yeah, me too. Even though, have... I think, even though I think he's a bust, <laughs> he's got he had Jalen Tolbert. This is my opinion. So I don't know. I said that, he but... was. He's, I mean, Steve had Tolbert, so he's trying to make sure he gets whoever that wide receiver two is in Dallas. I get that. I just, I just like Pierce and the and, and the third because I think Steve's low on picks. Uh, I would have held on to Pierce to be honest. I think stick with the rook that the team drafts early in the second. Yep, I mean he was a second round pick. That's pretty high. Not, I the, guy, not the guy coming off an injury. That's about to be traded off his team. Yeah, I agree. I would have kept. I would have stuck with Pierce. All right. Yeah. Just tried to Mo Ali Cox. 
and Austin Allen. That's for Jalen Rager. Probably one of the ugliest trades I've ever seen on this fucking thing. No, I don't know. Melvin Cox close. actually is not bad. So uh, the reports I I read though are that he's not looked good. <laughs> but I, you know, Rager's probably going to get traded from the Eagles. So I'm just hoping Rager's going to get traded somewhere that you know he can land as the wide receiver three or something. Yeah, Brandon Cooks for Dawson Knox. Uh, I like that trade better for Zach. I like Dawson Knox on a tight end premium. He's much younger. Um, That's what you're taking. You're taking hopefully development with Josh Allen in tight end premium. I mean, I think uh, I think Brandon Cooks would probably get another thousand yards this year. I think Davis Mills is better than we all think. Um, so. Uh, it's probably an even trade, I would say, for the risk that they're probably weighing and the years that they have in the league. So it's not bad. I mean, it's fine. But Dawson Knox like- hasn't really proved anything from besides getting a few touchdowns, like you know. Let's see. Knox had whew, fuck, he had nine touchdowns this year. Yeah. That's a lot. How many yards did he have? Five thirty eight. So, not many yards, a lot of touchdowns. 46 catches, 538 yards, nine touchdowns. He's still young, though. He just – he's 25. No, yeah. And, like, I think – so, he's a, he's a worthy investment. That's – the reason I really like this better for Zach is because he's 25 and Brandon Cooks is going to turn 29 next month. Right, that's it's, it's that's what it is. Age switch. Yep, and it's a tight end premium too in our league. So, so I'm gonna uh, I prefer Dawson Knox on that one. Uh, five. Jordan, yeah, so, yeah. Jordan, uh, 2024 fourth from Babs to you to give him back his 2024 second that you got from him earlier. Yep. Um, I like Charles. So, I like Charles' prospect profile. Um, I think. He was hurt last year. He's already broken out as a wide receiver on a bad Jags team. So what I'm hoping is that he gets traded next year. Yeah, or, or I mean, just just released. I mean, or like not resigned because he's a free agent. He's on a one year contract, proven right. right now. So he's going to be good for the first however many games till Jameson Williams or uh, yeah, Jameson Williams comes into play. I don't know. I think, but if you think there's the other thing, it's like. I obviously have like all these Lions wide receivers. I think Amon Ra is the guy right now to have. Um, but I think DJ Chark is according in camp, he's been playing at all levels and they've been treating him as the number one. So that's just something to think about. He's yeah, been making fun. some plays. And also like if he would be to sign with the Lions next year, having Chark and Jameson Williams and Amon Ra as your like top three wide receivers would probably be pretty darn good. I think it's going to be hard to sign Chark because I think with Jamison missing a lot of time this year, that he'll probably put up some good numbers in the first five weeks or so, and that'll show yeah. teams what he can do. And then when Jamison comes in, his numbers are obviously going to dip. Probably that so. means people will be interested in to sign him. Um, I don't know, but yeah, he's on a one-year second for it. But you did get a fourth back with it too, so I guess it makes it yeah more like you gave up a third. Yeah, that, well, that's what it was. I, I, I uh, basically, John asked me what DJ Sharp was worth, and I told him he's worth the three hundred four next year. So he said he didn't have that, and we made a deal. I tried to fucking trade him the three hundred one in twenty twenty two for Shark, and he turned me down. Fuck. Uh, well, 
You just don't like John. You just don't like to trade with me. <laughs> well, my my. I hope he gets. I hope he goes free agency next year after a good year, and that's going to be bode very well for me. Yeah, that would be great if he did that for you. So, anyways, next one. This nope. is kind of like a no-name trade. This is like this is like nothing I, really. I, Bo I Melton. So I don't really think it's no-name trade. I, I know who Bo Melton is. He's from Rutgers. Good, fast wide receiver. Um, I also he actually is a super freak. Yeah, I also like that you got Jamal Williams. It makes a lot of sense with the injury history that Swift has had. And Jamal Williams, if he comes in, he is not just a fill-in crappy backup. He's good. not bad. He's good. And he was kind of banged up last year, so he wasn't himself. So he's healthy now. And, man, Bo Mellon's a super freak. I just gave him a fifth. So, like, these are both big prospects, but, like, also, Bo Melton is a player that suffered from being on Rutgers and having a quarterback that only passed for 700 yards in the entire season. Like, so he had, like, a majority of those yards. And this guy, like, is, like, Tyler Lockett's supercharged, man. He's, like, he, like, runs a 4-3 something. He's got, like, ma- like 95th percentile agility, 95th burst. You know, he, he's, like, a freak athlete. Mom's a track was a track star. Dad played football. I I almost offered you like a future fifth or fourth for him. Yeah, he's so I mean, he. I, I, want, I think. I, to get him, but. I think in the preseason game he took a screen like thirty yards or something like a bubble screen, like nobody even touched him until he got tackled at the end of it. So he's 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 a guy. Like I mean, I think like I think I like how the Seahawks award like they're like a meritocracy. Like where if you play well, like. You'll you'll you be rewarded with playtime, but um, I just have no idea who their third receiver is going to be. They still have Eskridge, who has been they drafted the high last year and spent all the year hurt and didn't play at all. They got another guy, Cade um, something or other. Yeah, no, nah, uh, he's another wide receiver that's like he's like also like like a super Small freak, like almost no no he's a super freak like almost he's like almost like on DK Metcalf level, but it's like smaller. Somebody has him on their oh, team. I forget Tamarian what his name is. You're talking about Tamarian Terry. He murdered someone. No, not Tamarian Terry. That's not him. I forget who. It's like Dariq. It's Dariq Young. That's who it is. I'm sorry. Dariq Young. Whoever has that guy. That uh, guy could Steve, be. Uh, Steve does. Steve does, actually. Yeah, that guy's a freak. I mean, he was a seventh round pick. There you go. So they got these two guys, Bo Melton and Dariq Young, who are like basically. Like Tariq Young is like a lesser DK Metcalf, but Bo Melton. Well, okay, he's I have like, to tell you, he's like a more athletic. Evan, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you. Lockett. According to MFL, he is a freak because I just pulled him up in MFL. He is 18 feet tall and seven inches <laughs> and weighs and weighs 74 pounds. <laughs> That's it's always funny when those errors pop up. <laughs> it's so funny. 18 foot seven inches tall and 74 pounds. <laughs> it's a thin man. <laughs> right. Well, he's just an undrafted guy, and nobody cares if his numbers are. It's probably a typo. <laughs> That's really funny, though. I was like, "What?" <laughs> um. Yeah. But moving on. So, like, that's just. I mean, I just wanted. I'm trying to like, you know, make a run this year, and I'm trying to prepare for the worst. And like, I you can never have enough running backs. Um. And Jamal Char- Jamal Williams is the fucking man, and I'm watching Hard Knocks. And I'm like, dude, trade me this guy while I'm still drunk, or else I will never trade you. It's like, so, so I was trying to throw in, 
Jamal's not bad, but like I think the trade's better for Steve. So uh no, I like you getting Jamal Williams better. I mean, I don't know. Bo Melton could turn into something. I don't know, but Jamal Williams is important for you if you're trying to make a run this year. Because if Swift goes down, you'd be fucked if you didn't have him. I'm just saying, just don't forget about Bo Melton's name because he's another guy that was on the Rutgers offense who was a homer. Both his parents like went there. He was on with Isaiah Pacheco. He had Isaiah Pacheco had offers everywhere, Michigan included. Like he turned him down because he's a he wanted to stay home in Rutgers. So we'll talk about him later. <laughs> I, yeah, that'll be our last, our last trade. That's um, right. I, I, Bo Melton was on Melton was on my list though. I, I knew yeah, he, he was on the list of guys for like fifth, sixth round pick. Um, I don't know how right. the offense could be that bad. We have Rutgers. a That's huge ridiculous. blockbuster we need to talk about. That fucking huge. Oh, this Ooh. one, next one. Yeah, Brittany. Oh yeah, Brittany, Brittany. Yeah, Brittany Covey. <laughs> the twenty twenty five fifth. For Sam Darnold in the 2023 sixth and another 2023 sixth. Man. Woo. Yeah, it sucks. Let's move on. <laughs> At you least won, Darnold... you won that trade, bro. Because the two six? <laughs> yes. I think that because you got two six, I think that's like the most value out of all those players. Yeah, I probably well. And you got a quarterback, so you never know. Baker Mayfield will get hurt. Like oh, he did last year. I have to say I like it a lot better now that uh uh, Matt Corral's out for the season with the Liz Frank injury because that means that Darnold is the backup. So he does have a chance of if Baker goes down or gets COVID or something that that he'll get to play. Um, either way, that's nobody cares about this trade. <laughs> okay. Move on to the next one. Uh, 2024 second from your, your 2024 second and your 2024 third, <laughs> Davis Mills. <laughs> Uh, Dang a second! Davis Mills is an interesting prospect. I've I've heard some like things from some talking heads in the industry, the analysts that are like, Davis Mills is better than you think. I would have given up a second for him. I wouldn't give up a second and a third. Yeah, that's too much. Second and a third seems like a lot, but hey, then again, if you want to get the deal done, the person doesn't want to bite. You throw in the third. That's true. Especially this, look, they're my this, picks. It's a like classic me. Just uh, he's he's just lucky that he was making a deal with Jake Powers and not Jake Miller, because I asked Jake Miller and Jake Miller said, "Well, it's got to be more than two seconds." And I was like, <laughs> "More than two off. seconds, Damn. fuck off, weirdo." <laughs> well, you like your guy, you like your guy. I didn't want him anyway. It was just it was right after this trade was made, and I was like, "Let's see what <laughs> Jake Miller would charge for it," because I knew it was gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> All right, and finally. We can get to the last trade so far. 2023 first for Isaiah Pacheco. Yes. All right, so I'll say my piece on this first. Um, you didn't have a second. I was not going to give him for a third. I already, before you offered this, I had already turned down a third, fourth, and fifth from someone for him. Mm-hmm. So I was not giving him up for a third. You can That's say that right players. Now. That's a lot of players. Yeah, third, fourth, and a fifth. There might have been third, fifth, and sixth. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it was third, fourth, and a fifth. Um, but I already turned it down from someone else that offered me that. Somebody else that actually pays attention like you do. <laughs> and I was like, nah, I'm just going to keep him. Uh, and then this popped in with a first. And I was like, oh, well, fuck, I really like him, but I don't think I can turn this down. So I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I accepted it. Um, but you didn't have a second until 2025. And yeah. I, I would not have accepted a 2025 second. Mm-hmm. 
if you had yeah. a 2023 second, I might have accepted it, but not a 2025. And we could have talked about something where I worked was I was thinking about offering players, but I didn't really feel like offering any players. I wanted all my players. So I, yeah, uh, I, I've been kind of like looking into this guy a lot and after the camp news and like how things have been working out, I decided to say my team's so good, screw it. If I get this to work out and it lands, it's unstoppable. So sometimes you have to risk it for the biscuit. And I want to tell you something. This guy, he he was on Rutgers, worst offense in NCAA. This guy can catch the ball, even though he had like no receptions. He had the so amazing he for the fastest 40 time of running backs in the combine. Yep, he weighs 216. I think this guy is like a little shorter Adrian Peterson. I'm not going to compare him to Adrian Peterson. That's a pretty fucking big. You know, his real comparison is, even though it's on the Chiefs, is Jamal Charles. If you look up his numbers and athleticism, he is like Jamal Charles. And when he runs, he even tucks his head like him. That's all I care about. I'm like, I'm going to risk it. I wanted him from you, and I'll just give up anything for him. And that's what I had to give up at the time. So that's what I offered. I think his best comparison is LaShawn McCoy, if highest upside comparison. Okay. That'd be fine, too. Yeah, I'm sure you so, would. So on the Chiefs, like he's already gotten first red reps after after Shea, the first preseason game. I like what I see. I think he's also an academic All-American, and he was the team captain. And so I just – when those uh, traits pop up, like <clears throat> academic All-American, team captain stuff, I like that. And when he's – the reports, and every time I, like, go to, like, look at Sky, like, in the KC reports, it's all Pacheco. It was just, like – and all the talk coaches talk about him, I was just, like, I, I need to over I, – I just wanted to over – So I just need to take the risk. He was tied for the fastest 40 time amongst running backs in the combine. Do you know who he was tied with? Strong. Yes, he was. You were correct, sir. Yeah, so I got him too. But you think it was a coincidence that I drafted both of them? <laughs> no, but it doesn't always like lead to everything. But like, I just I like how this guy's been playing in camp. That's the most specific, and the and the uh, teams rewarded him for playing them with the first team with Mahomes. Yes, he's almost exclusively played with Mahomes through the preseason. This is, for this, like is a few for this is the thing for me, and this is why when Zach continues to hype up Isaiah Likely, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's doing good, but. When I see preseason, what I look at is, is he getting snaps of the first-team quarterback? Yeah. If he's not, then I'm not on him yet. There's nothing to, to talk about. Yeah. they And Pacheco was, so it was a thing. It's like Brian Robinson, too. Brian Robinson is. Like, you know, when they're getting – when they step in and get those snaps with the starting quarterback, then you have to look at them. Dobbs, yeah, Brian, Robinson, Brian Robinson is just not on the Chiefs. Dobbs is another one. So, so and if you if you look into this guy, I, I don't I'm tooting my like tooting this guy, but like he looks he looks like a fucking brick shit house. Like he he looks like the real deal, and so like uh, it's worth a risk to me to give up a first, even though um, you know I can wait till next year and draft one of these candy ass other running backs that don't prove themselves on the combine, but. We'll see. I just tried to look up his. I just tried to look him up on the combine and started playing the fucking video. Fucking annoying. I want to see how big he's. 5'10", 216. He's pretty big. 
It's good size for running back. Five eleven. That doesn't matter. I rather have him being in shorter, makes him stockier. So while you look at him for a second and and realize what you lost out on, um, (laughs) we're going to transition to talking about the draft. And then I think we'll probably just um, save 